Imagine in a world where everyone is seen and heard, and you have no choice about it. This summer, the circle. I'm kidding. That was like a movie promo. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to my trip to reality. My name is Dennis Forsberg, and I will be your host for today and in the future. Um, this is episode 9, so welcome to it. Um, that weird promo shit I did just because I wanted to is because I watched a movie called The Circle with M. Watson and they talk a little bit about, um, you know, privacy and there is no privacy anymore and how, like, everyone is hooked up to the social media thing where everyone is connected and no one has privacy. And I'm like, say what? It was crazy. But it's it's something that I think that we will come to in the future. Here I am doing this podcast by my own will and everything, but in the future, people are going to be, like, forcing me. If you don't do it, we're going to press the self-destruct button. And I'm like, no! No freedom. All right. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Again, introduction. Um, Today is a good day. And again, a very late day. Because I'm recording this on... Uh, well, I should have been recording this a while ago. Uh, not a while ago, a while ago, but, you know, I should have recorded this yesterday. Now it's Tuesday, which I would be releasing it on. But anyway, so I did, I think I mentioned in the previous podcast uh, or the episode, I'm not going to ramble on about what's in the past, but... Um, I think I talked a little bit about that I'm having this shoot and this model canceled on me and I was bummed and I was like, okay, let's let's con- contact an agency and see what happens. And something good happened. And I got great fo- photos of um, the shoot. I did the shoot. It was pretty good. The model was new, which was quite interesting. And I... When I photograph models, like, even if you are new to it, it, it doesn't really matter to me because every time I I um, photograph someone, I want to do, like, a test shoot. Reason being is because then I sort of know of their strengths and their like weaknesses. So I know what they will be good at and I know what they can improve on and I know what they don't need to improve on. So even if it's even if it's an experienced model, I would like to like have some experience with them before. And this the first shoot is always interesting because you're sort of knowing how that person will be. That crackling sound, um, that was my share. I promise. I promise that was my share. Now it's actually a robot holding a gun to my head, forcing me to do this episode. Oh no! <laughs> nah. Nah, there's no such things. Only people, animals, and love. No robots. doop de doo Ah, so the, the shoot went great. Now I'm down to, like, you know, selecting the images, uh, which is always a fun part, and also retouching them. Retouching them can be fun. It, it is fun. Um, but if you're spending two hours on a photograph, or a photo, uh, <laughs> Then, and you're retouching eight of them, eight, 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 eight of them, you know, then that's quite a lot of time. And that is time that it, it am I going Scottish? No, no, I'm drifting away as always. 
if I have eight photographs, then that's a lot of photographs. And I mean, let's say I finish two photographs on one day. Say that's two to four hours of retouching for one day. Let's say that's three photographs. That's six hours. Two hours more, that's eight hours. And that's eight hours, you know, he usually goes to sleep with eight with the eight hours. Uh, and that's retouching for eight hours. Retouchers who do that, cool. I became a photographer. I want to take photographs. This is actually an interesting topic I can bring up. What about photography versus, not versus, but photography and retouching? We have people studying retouching and people that are specified retouchers. And that has nothing to do with photography. And then there are photographers who do their own retouching. Is retouching really a separate job? I would say yes it is. Are photographers forced to do their own retouching? No, you can contact a retoucher, but you can do it two ways. I've done this once before. I contacted this retouching school and I was like, hey, here, here are some photographs and go, go ahead and retouch them if you want. Because the thing is, you know, as with the TFP shoots, you know, you photograph model, the model gets portfolio photographs, you get portfolio, portfolio photographs and everyone wins. Same thing goes with, it's a win-win situation where money isn't involved, just time. Same thing with retouchers. So if you if you're a phot- photographer, that's not British at all. <laughs> if you're a <laughs> if you're a photographer, uh, <laughs> then you know you can do that. You can contact um, retouchers um, if you hate retouching. Um, and the reason why you contact schools is because they need portfolio. They need a portfolio. So if you're sending them photographs, they can work on. They gain, you know, they build their portfolio and you get retouched photographs. And also finding a person that does it well. Because from my friends um, or from a friend of mine, he sends them to retouchers. But he needs to like, um, you know, talk to the retoucher, this is what I want, this is what I'm looking for. They send an example and maybe they go back and forth maybe three or two, five times to see, okay, this is exactly how I want it, cool, we can work together in the future, and in the future, the photographer, well, probably pays the retoucher to do this sort of stuff. If I want, like, things to go, really? Wait, hold on, I'm, I'm just gonna break this podcast up a little bit. My Siri just turned on. Why? Why did my Siri just turn on? I didn't even say Siri. I'm saying Siri now, and it's not going on or off. Oh my god. This circle. Dun 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 dun. No, but actually this is quite creepy. (laughs) Okay, back to the podcast. That was honestly super weird. Um, but yeah. Sending them to retouchers, you can pay them and uh, that sort of thing. But, like, I don't want to pay them just yet because I'm not even earning money on photography myself. 
So I don't want to spend money on that sort of thing just yet. I'd rather spend time. But then it depends on how much you value time. But yeah, every photographer should know some retouching. And even in the even in past days, photographers did retouch their own photographs or had someone else retouch their photographs in the darkroom. So retouching has always been there. I mean, even if you look at Rich and Abaddon's work, you don't think any of that is retouched? I promise you. I promise you. It is. Um, so it's always been retouched because, you know, there's always that little something you get annoyed by. But what if you just thought not once, not twice, but three times before you took the photo? You know, you, I go, I go, well, I went back to film and photograph with the film, for, for film. <laughs> and the reason why I did that is because, you know, with g digital, you have like in an SD card, you have 1,000 or 5,000 or 6,000 photographs you can take. You're not really thinking, you're not valuing that one photograph out of 6,000. So you're just clicking off, increasing that shutter speed to 1,000 and doing it in a burst mode. Do, 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 do. Continuous autofocus. Do, 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 do. Okay, cool. I shot just 25 photographs. I got one good. Cool. When I went back to manual or like manual photography, analog photography, you have 24 frames in a roll and you make every every photograph count because you just you you paid uh like uh, well in Sweden it's like 120 crowns maybe for those photographs for each photograph so you can divide it into how much one photograph costs but when there's money involved you're like oh maybe i should think about this a little bit more one night before i take the photograph if you press the shutter button and let's say one dollar, one euro, one Swedish crown, whatever, went, you would be really cautious. Like, do I really want to take this photograph? And the people are millionaires, so it would be like, Durr! but then one photograph for them would be like, oh, let's say thousand bucks, thousand euros, thousand Swedish crowns, because rich people, it needs to be equal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> rambling on and on. But I'm doing some little bit of philosophizing here. What if you didn't spend time, and there are photographers that does this, I, I can assure you, but what if you never retouched a photograph? Would the fashion industry look different? I think so. Would any other industry look different? I think so. Photography goes hand in hand with retouching. If you're photographing, a, if you're photographing something, you never, you never, ever, ever send. Like if you get paid, like from Coca-Cola. I don't know why I take Coca-Cola all the time, but Coca-Cola is a cool company. But you do add a lot of sugar to it, man. Maybe tone it down on that sugar, man. Come on, Coca-Cola. Don't be like that. Uh, <laughs> but we have Coke Zero now. Well, come on, Coca-Cola, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> but if you would get paid from Coca-Cola, for example, then you you go in with the mindset, of course I'm going to retouch this photograph. Of course it's going to be retouched. 
what if you send photographs if you if you're working from for someone and they pay you and you don't spend time on any retouching if you lit it beautifully then you probably don't need much but yeah i think i think it would be so interesting to see how everything would be different if you didn't retouch the photographs because you know now with the fashion for example you know you have these plus size models that goes uh, that blows up on instagram you know there was this person uh, this woman laying on the floor and surrounded by bags of chips and just eating them and that became viral um, and everyone was like, you go girl, eat those chips, girl, come on, take another bag, take two bags, and take that dip, man, girl, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I like that sort of thing, the where you can stand up for something, but honestly, and I think I'm gonna get a bit of negative critique here, I feel like we live in a world where we need to protest on every single goddamn thing, and that's so annoying. Like even the things you really don't care about. I think I guess like you can you can make your voice heard, but you it feels like a lot of people needs to make their voice heard everywhere. Now, I'm not like and pre people like this like me now talking about this thing. Ah, I don't know. I think I'm gonna get a lot of shit about it. Well, you should make your voice heard, girl. Man, I'm a man with beard, but. Yeah, I don't know. Do you ha like tone it down a bit? You can keep some things to yourself, you know. Don't be like, hey, this is not right, and this is not right, and do 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 boop do do do. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get hit from this, but I'm voicing my opinion because I have a podcast and I'm doing it by myself in freedom, and I'm not having a robot forced me to do this. So yay, or am I? Dun 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 dun. 15 minutes go by so fast, seriously. I've gotten more audience ship from Argentina, from actually, let's check it out. I have, I'm gonna type, and you're probably gonna hear this on the computer, but whatever. I go to cast.market. I think this is a, like, I think this is a website that's legit. Okay, let's see here. I have viewership in Mexico. Hola, como esta? I think that like, that's that's what it is. Argentina, Spanish too. I don't know. Hola, again. China, how I think Russian. Ah, yeah. It's definitely not vodka, vodka. Um, but hello, Russia. A lot of respect to you. And Sweden, hey, 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 svenskar, hey. Jag är egentligen svensk. Pst. Jag kommer från Sverige. But don't. Men. I just said I'm from Sweden. Nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know. Nobody. That's 15 minutes. That's 15 minutes and 13, 14, 15, 16 seconds. And you probably went like, oh, he's right. That is 16. That is 17. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm definitely bringing this out, these podcast out on Tuesdays. I'm recording them on Tuesday and I'm putting it out on Tuesday. So much better because otherwise, like, I'm tired. I'm like, hello, welcome to the podcast. My name is Dennis Forsberg, okie dog. Oh, I mean, uh, in English, yeah. And today it becomes fun, more fun, more fun, 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 fun. I'm going to do some stuff today and also retouch a lot. 
So, I'll see you guys next week. And uh, don't forget to review or rate this podcast if you want. And be like, hey, this is a photography podcast, but a fun one. That's also something I'm going to get hate by. (laughs) No, but yeah. Shit, I'm getting cocky. I am. Um, But no, honestly, there are a lot of good podcasts out there. And there's probably a lot of good photography podcasts out there. I'm just not listening to them. I'm listening to Chris Elias podcast. Congratulations. I'm listening to 10 minute podcasts in 2012. That's what I'm listening to. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next week and you have a good day, a good weekend and a good week. And I'll see you next week. Bye.